it seemed like we were going to have to figure this out. So I was like getting hyped up for it. Like, let's go. to Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah, and I'll be joined by my sister, Rachel. During today's call, we recap each of our weeks as usual with a little bit of a derail while Rachel and I break down an experience that we remember differently. This episode was recorded shortly before I left Denver for the holidays, so we chat about some upcoming plans for the holidays and dig more into the Christmas season in Italy. We also, of course, revisit the other new segments that we've brought up in the last couple of episodes. Don't forget to follow at Booted Sisters on Instagram and take a look at our post for today's episode to see some of the referenced images. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Hey there. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I feel like you you start each week like you say hello first. Yeah. Oh, do I? That's I think so. Um, also, yeah, let's address this right now. Rachel has a bit of a thing going on with her voice. I guess, are you like just avoiding a cold or something? You're just straight. I, I guess so. It was like my throat kind of hurt like a few days ago and then I got a good night's sleep and it felt better and everything sounded normal. And then like the next night, my voice started to kind of go and like, I don't have a sore throat and I don't really have any other symptoms. My voice yeah, is just gone. That's so annoying. It's like, it feels like the morning after you go to a concert, you know? Oh yeah. I do know barely, but I do. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> um, she's got some tea and I think we'll be able to make it through the episode. So just wanted to address that from the start. Although maybe that's more annoying to hear it called out, but I think it's noticeable enough that it's rather, it's better to, to address it. I mean, <laughs> I sound weird to myself, so I can only assume. I think you sound a little less weird to me than you sound to yourself, but we'll see how it sounds in a recording. So, all right, to talk about my week, I don't know if I already told you this. I feel like, first of all, I feel like I've been weirdly avoiding talk to you, talking to you as much sometimes because I save things for the <laughs> podcast. I don't know if you feel yeah, that well, I know what but you it mean. could backfire a little bit, or at least with details. I know you're doing that too, because like there are certain things that I feel like I get detailed updates on, on the air. <laughs> Um, well, this is, this is how the listeners know that we are genuine, right? Like yeah, we don't want to really like fabricate reactions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really are just fully eavesdropping on our calls. Cause even when I try to get Rachel to tell me updates about things, sometimes she's like, save it for when we're recording. So, <laughs> um, but one of those instances this week was I got a flat tire. Uh, oh no. Okay. That. Was there a man drinking Red Bull nearby? no um also that's funny because I remembered it as Gatorade um so we'll tell this story <laughs> the only other time I have experienced a flat tire situation was what Rachel is referring to right now when you lived in Florida and uh we had just gotten back from Peru actually can you tell the story because I think I'm forgetting some of the details and it's really driving me crazy so I'd rather you tell it before I uh say it wrong so we had just gotten back from a very quick week in Peru. So Sarah and I um, started in Florida, flew down to Peru, spent a week there, came back. And my car was at my house the whole time. And then it's like the first full day back, I get ready to go to work, pull out of my driveway on my way to work, get like a couple blocks down the road. 
and something felt weird. So I like pull into a gas station, I get out and it's like completely flat, like no mistaking as like a flat tire. Um, and it was close enough that you walked to the gas okay, station. Okay. That was the yeah. part I didn't remember. I was like, I don't know how I was with her. How I did I get the, far yeah. from her house, but why would I have been going with her to work? I was like, maybe I was going with you and then I was going to take your car, but anyway, okay. That's good. To yeah, I, no, I that's do not remember guess. walking, but you must be right. So thank you for clarifying. No, it was close <laughs> enough that I called you and you're like, well, let me just come. And then we both looked at each other and then we were like, we aren't going to figure this out. So we called my good friend who saves me in every car situation. And he was going to like talk us through it, but we were also kind of like eyeing this guy filling up his truck. Like, Seemed like a perfectly nice man in Florida. Um, but like he made eye contact, kind of sighed, went inside, bought a Red Bull, and came out. And he's like, All right, you guys need me to change your tire. <laughs> this is so different than how I remember the story. This is a new segment officially on uh stories we remember differently <laughs> and how memory cannot be trusted because it's not that big of a story. And I remember every single detail completely differently. <laughs> I mean, I know that I certainly remember the, uh, the gas station and I believe you about the phone call thing and the us not knowing right away what to do, because like, I remember that feeling, but I remember it as we were excited to try to start. Like we were calling in reinforcements on like what okay. to do, but I remember we were ready to do it. Like, I'm sure we were not ex- excited. Like, I think we were bummed, but I, we were like motivated and going to do it. And I remember it as the guy like came over immediately and just insisted. And I do not remember him going in to buy a Red Bull. I remember him already having a Red Bull on him. So maybe he did, but because I didn't experience anything with that tire change because I went in and bought him Red Bull. Maybe, maybe this was uh, a symptom of like the anxiety I was expressing versus the anxiety I was yeah, feeling. That's true. You yeah. know, like I, was, I remember I was like, what right, I was here thinking. we are. Let's get hyped. Let's do it. Like yeah. YouTube's here. We're fine. Um so maybe I was like overselling how how much I wanted someone to come here and fix the problem for me. You know what I mean? Like like or underselling that part. Over overselling how right. much I, I wanted that. So I'm I you know I, I bet that's what it was. It was like it seemed like we were going to have to figure this out. So I was like getting hyped up for it. Like, let's go. Um, but like in the back of my mind, I was like, dear Lord, please, some <laughs> Southern gentleman come just fix this problem for me. <laughs> okay. That's very funny. I think that's a good explanation because I just wasn't in your own head in your own head, in your head. Um, but anyway, I remember being a little annoyed that the guy was so insistent because he, like he was so nice. He was not like a rude person or like he, there was nothing wrong with anything he did. He was being super, super kind. I was just a little annoyed that it felt like we had no option. I, I remember you being like, Oh, like, you know, thank you for the offer. Like we, I think we're going to be okay. Like I remember us kind of trying to resist and he absolutely wouldn't let us, which did bother me. Cause I was like, okay, it's nice, but you're not even like, it's like, you literally won't let us resist. That's kind of a lot. Um, so anyway, that's the only experience I've had changing a tire in quotes. Um, and I, we didn't do it. Ne- neither of us did anything he did. Nope. And I was in the gas station buying him Red Bull the whole time it was happening anyway. So I didn't right. even really see it. The last thing I'll add to the record is that I made a point of having him talk me through the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's and why like, I was okay with it. I was like, I know we could figure this out, right? They, they make these things idiot proof, like we could figure it out, but somebody's offering to help. 
I'm the one that has to drive this car. Like, you know, like, yeah, um, I was okay with it, but I did like say, Hey, you know, teach a man to fish kind of deal. Um, yeah. So okay. Well, that's the part I also physically missed because I was in the store buying the Red Bull. So, um, anyway, it was a very, Oh, uh, do you remember why you went and bought him a Red Bull? Because he wouldn't let us pay him and we wanted to get him something partially, <laughs> but he all, yes, yes <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's true. But he also like accidentally kicked his, it's like half of his. Oh. Yeah. I remember buying him two Red Bulls, I think, but it was just the type of thing where I was like, I don't know this guy. I don't know what else he wants. He's not going to take any money from yeah. us. So two Red Bulls is the best currency I can <laughs> think of for him. Yeah. You know? Um, that's funny. Anyway, it was a very good situation, all things considered. I mean, we were right by your house. Um, it was resolved pretty quickly. We went to the Subaru dealership Daytime. and then you, like, you played hooky at work around, essentially. Yeah. And then we went to see a movie and like it was a great day. <laughs> oh my God. We saw uh Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun. It was a fun day. That was my only other experience with a tire, or like a flat tire. Um I'm going to try not to ramble on too, too long with this story. So I think that means I'm going to skip some details that are slightly important, but that's okay. So I have had a, um, first of all, my tires are like, I was planning on replacing my tires in January. I haven't, it's like time. And, um, I've had multiple times over the last few years had to patch my tires. Um, I'm not sure if it's been the same problem one, but I have over the last few weeks known for sure that I need to patch my front right tire. I was like, this definitely needs a patch. It's like problematic. Like it's the lowest I've ever seen my tire pressure go when it's like, oh, just got to go fill it up once a week. But like crazy low numbers, like not sure if I'm going to make it to the gas station down the street for me kind of deal. So just ridiculous. And I shouldn't have been putting it off as long as I did. That's the moral of this story. But Finally, I had gotten around to it. I was like, okay, you know, my air wasn't low, but I knew it was about to be in the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, I had the time right after work, I get in my car and I go drive to, I was driving somewhere a little bit farther because I knew I could get it patched for free and whatever. Um, on my way there, I got the flat tire. It was like, as if the purpose of me leaving my house right. was to get a flat tire. Right. <laughs> um, That's what you get for trying to be responsible. Yeah. It was like, honestly, it was wild. I was like a mile. Like it, it was probably like a 15, 20 minute drive for me where I was like ultimately going. And I was like a mile from it when I had to fully pull off. Like I watched my sensor go from like, it was like 33 PSI when I got in the car and I watched it go down to like mid twenties. And then it was like, no, 1918, 17, 16, 15, 14, like it went down okay. so fast. And so I was like, okay, this is like flattening of, I, it must be, that's what the sensor's telling me. I didn't really feel that, but I was like, this is very clear. So I pulled off into like, I pull off into like, uh, maybe I think it's like an office building or a warehouse or something. Um, and it was a big ish parking lot with only a couple cars in it. And clearly the cars were the people who like worked there. And I like parked right next to somebody, which is like kind of silly, but there wasn't like that much space for me to choose from. And like, obviously I just had to park immediately. You want to stop driving. Yeah. Yeah. I I park right next to a car that the person wasn't in it, but then immediately a guy kind of comes out to it. And then he's just going back and forth between his car and the building. I like, I thought he was kind of like on his way at the end of this day, bringing stuff to his car on his way out. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to him, but I was just dying at how much he very clearly immediately knew what was happening for me and watching me like unsure what to do. And he like avoided eye contact. Didn't like, didn't yep. even, 
And I was so happy because I just didn't want the same thing to happen again. I was like, (laughs) I can do this. I am not the type of person who only ever gets out of a flat tire situation because immediately a man like insists on doing it. And so I loved that for him. I loved our little dynamic. He came back to his car like three or four times and then fully drove away. And I was just like, good for him. Uh, Love his day, you know? And truly who knows what you know maybe he like really wanted to help me but just like was super busy and didn't so love that for him went great uh the same thing happened with like the only other car that was in the parking lot later and I like loved that too but I also was avoiding eye contact so they were at best or yeah maybe they were just picking up my signals but anyway I did a whole thing of like it did take me a few minutes to like assess what I'm supposed to do in this situation partly because I was so close to the place I was going and I had my mind already on filling the tire with air so my first thought was like how do I get this tire with enough air in it to just get it to where I need to go and then I was like eventually after lots of roundabout stuff I was like this is ridiculous I can't just refill this thing. It's a completely flat tire. I don't, you know, I'm not going to mess with that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. But unfortunately it was getting dark by then. And I had already been on the phone with my friend because she lives close by. And so she ended up coming over. So I don't know that I would have felt super comfortable doing it fully alone. Cause I was right by a really busy street, but it was getting dark. So there was kind of like a lot of people around that I was avoiding eye contact with, but it was just like the type of thing where I was uncomfortable enough with it being dark. So I was really, really thankful that she came um, and helped, but she mostly just kept me company. I mainly did it myself, which felt so good. So anyway, have accomplished that. I also now have four new tires on my car. I did get it to the place. Um, But yeah, it was a thrilling experience. And it just like, I was so glad to have done it without like, a random stranger just doing it for me because it like I now feel like a weight off my shoulders that I've experienced it on my own and it, it's a lot easier than I thought so this whole thing is yeah like, like they make talking it about easy thing people yeah. do all the time yeah but well, anyway. I'm very proud of you That's thank awesome. you thank you thank you um the only other I don't know I've had a busy week I'm preparing to go visit the fam for like three weeks over Christmas and New Year's. Um, yeah. So I have, I'll just like briefly hold it up for you to see my to-do list of chores that I need to do before leaving, uh, which was supposed to entail me having a crazy productive morning today. And I haven't even finished my dishes. So uh, wait, did you go to the grocery store at least? I didn't, but I was never going to because I need to eat all the food in my house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've mostly been just doing boring, like, and I don't know, my social life has been way too active for, uh, the version of me that has come out of like quarantine (laughs) and never fully gotten my, so I feel like I can like do one thing per day, whether it be productive or social. Uh, so something's got to give part of that though was I went to a party last night and I brought a cake. So I made another cake. <laughs> wow. I'll show you a picture. It was a, a cake person now. Like I am, I'm trying to become cakes to loaves recently. I don't want to answer that. Cause it's sad. Oh, I haven't made. Wow. Loaves. Yeah. Um, here's the cake. Oh, that's adorable. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I just like, I'm constant. There was no reason for me to make a cake for this party, but I really wanted to. And so I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was like a 1920s themed party. So I kept it classic. Classy. Did um, you have like a long beady necklace or anything like that? I, my costume <laughs> 
was let's just say if I was on Project Runway, I would have gone home <laughs> because I didn't have <laughs> anything. I didn't own anything good for it. And we I were really... rooting for you. We were all <laughs> rooting for you. That's America's next top model. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> same difference um, yeah fair um anyway I <laughs> didn't own anything already and I really didn't want to buy anything specifically for this or I don't didn't really have the time to like where would I go buy that whatever um so I when I was at Walmart getting cake supplies I just bought like glittery fabric like gold fabric okay. I didn't mean to buy glittery I thought it wasn't glittery it had it looked shimmery Mm. I forget that everything is glitter. So, um, anyway, I try to avoid bringing glitter into my home and it does not go well. I always end up doing it, but (laughs) so I bought this fabric and I was just like, whatever, I'll just grab a random like plain dress that I already have and I'll add fringe to it. So I'll at least be on theme. So I did that. I also didn't want to actually sew anything onto the dress because I didn't want to ruin the dress. So I used like a thousand safety pins. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Like it would have been so silly if I walked through a metal detector. Oh my god! Uh, I would not say it turned out good (laughs) at all, but it was fun. It was worth a shot. It was better than buying something. You're like, Uh, look at the cake, little cake. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, But everyone looked so good. Like everyone at the party, it was a really fun vibe of the party because people took it seriously. Like, yeah, back hair, suspenders. Yeah, yeah, it was so fun. Um, so yeah, it was a great idea. Great party, great cake, great night. Um, and that's that. That is quite enough about me. What about you? How's your last week in Italy been? Um, it's been good. So it kind of like rains during the winter here, but it's like non-committal, you know, like we've had a couple big storms where it's just clearly not fun all day long. You're like, all right, cool. But like lately, like it's like the forecast will just call for rain all day, but the rain will be like, you know, 15 minutes every two or three hours. So it's like, sure, it's great, but like, is that a reason enough to like stay inside? So it's hard to predict, um, but we're, we're learning to adapt. Um, I went, we like actually, my friend and I actually drove downtown. I let her drive, she's way more proficient at it. Um, but like I was navigating and I was trying to like get us to a parking garage because we were, the goal was to go to like markets. Um, and then there's one street where there's just like a bunch of vintage shops and like thrift stores. So we're like, dude, sweet. So we were trying to like park near there, but we like knew we were driving into the city and she was doing great. They say, just go with the flow. And she was flowing, right? Like you don't really know if they're going to stop for a red light or not. You don't really know if like you have the right of way in a traffic circle, which a lot of traffic circles, you never really can tell if it's like your time to merge or not, but she was just flowing. It was working out. And like, I, I missed the turn for like the one parking garage we were going to. So I was trying to navigate us to another one. And like the road just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And then we're like, there are only pedestrians here pedestrians and like the occasional vest but what are we doing here and it was like super stressful because oh like, my gosh we couldn't tell if we were breaking rules we just knew we were not competent enough to be where we were 
whether or not we were allowed to be there. <laughs> yeah, that's um, not the question at hand. <laughs> just surrounded by pedestrians. You don't care, right? And she stayed calm. It was great. I was like super anxious. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to get us back on the highway. We're going back to the hotel. I'm done. You know, like she's ready to give up. Um, but she stayed so calm. I was like handling it great. And like eventually we got to a good parking garage, um, which is pretty nifty. Like they like sardine can so many cars and you just like give them your keys and it's like underground garage that they're like we got it you know so eventually we got there but it was like oh man it was so anxiety inducing but we didn't hit anybody she didn't hit the car didn't scrape it or anything um wow. and then like sure enough we're like we're going to like the markets and the shops that we were looking for and it's like literally the same street that we were like <laughs> inadvertently driving on <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah and it's like they, you would see the occasional car but they like knew what they were doing they knew where they were going and they were honking yeah. like that was not us. We didn't belong here. <laughs> oh, but we wow. survived it. And we're like, all right, we got through it. So then we went, we got some food. It was delicious. We got like a big, like melty block of cheese that was like, stuffed <laughs> with cheese. Oh and then God. like a bunch of like eggplant and zucchini, um, some like tomatoes. And then it gave us like little toast and like, you just like pile it all on there. It was so good. Uh, and then of course a cafe. Um, did you take but, yeah it was like once we like had food in our system got like some coffee and stuff all right we, we survived this but nice it was crazy and I was just so like I, I felt bad for like failing as a navigator you know but like <laughs> I was just glad I wasn't driving um yeah and we made it you know and as far as we could tell right like we said there were some cars going through like it wasn't illegal yeah. to drive there we just had no business being <laughs> yeah yeah different things but still important that's so funny oh, yeah. wow I'm glad you got out of that okay it sounds like I mean I don't know you probably would have survived if you were driving but it sounds like it made you a lot more comfortable than somebody else was and we could tell that like we weren't like too far gone because no one was screaming we figured like <laughs> yeah they would they would let us know if we were being really wrong this feels like um, a cartoon <laughs> Oh man. She's like blasting through you. the streets. It, it were, yeah, it, it felt like a sitcom moment where like, you know, <laughs> Raven and Chels like realized <laughs> that they're gone. <laughs> it's the vision. <laughs> it's the vision in the middle of driving through Italian yeah. streets. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um uh, but the markets were fun. Um a lot. So like nativity scenes are big here. Yes. So okay. It's, like yeah, we talked about this last week. I'm excited to hear some updates. I think we had said we would get updates on like if there was a shift in Christmas season on December eighth, like I saw or, or said. Um, but yeah, and the nativity scenes I know you talked about, so I'm excited to hear updates on that. Yeah, I mean, certainly, I think from a family perspective, it's very like mirroring the Catholic calendar, and I'm sure that's where that date comes from with the. Mm -hmm. um, immaculate conception and stuff like that like they do take that off as a holiday um so i'm sure that's where it comes from like advent and um the catholic holidays but like commercialism is commercialism you know sure so, yeah <clears throat> so it didn't it didn't feel different to me like the same stuff was for sale um but yeah the nativity scenes were cool because like um you can buy like a big base right it's like some kind of built up um like scene a lot of times it's like a house with like a lot of outdoor gardens and stuff like that or or like you know um a like barn you know whatever it is 
with like multiple rooms and layers that you can build on. So you can buy some really intricate, beautifully made bases, but then all these shops are selling hundreds of little like figurines. So like you, like Ooh. you get the action figures that you want to put in the setting. Um, That's so it's cool. Really cool. It's yeah, sort of yeah. like the like dollhouse hobby almost, you know? Right. It's just like the, there's a lot more texture and development on the scene itself. Um, it's not just like a plastic base or anything like that. Like there's like, you know, some texture to make it feel like grass. And then like, you've got wood to like be the structure and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's very beautiful. Yeah. That's um, cool. So a lot of shops had that. And then you had like ornaments and a lot of like ceramics and porcelain and stuff like that. Um, and then the usual souvenirs, like soccer base and stuff like that. Did you buy we yourself stumbled? a, sorry. No, no, they, they're, they can be quite large. And I'm like, I no no. Gotcha. Um, maybe like, you know, maybe over the years, cause I'm reminding myself, this isn't like, I'm not going home at the end of December. Like, right. I'm going to be yeah, here. You're not while, on the trip. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then we like stumbled into this, this old church. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to be active anymore. Um, but it's like in a very old building. Uh, and they had like a bunch of nativity scenes on display and like glass cases. And those were really cool because some of them were like more traditional settings. And then some of them were like kind of more modern, you know, almost like yeah. modern dressed figurines in oh, whatever fun. setting they chose. So it was like much more artistic and interpretive of whatever that artist was expressing. Um, mm-hmm. And some of my favorite, which we can post, um, <laughs> they like some guy made like super tiny scenes inside like eggshells. <gasps> I mean, not eggshells, sorry, seashells. Still cool, but that shell thing really yeah. got me. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Seashells. You have to clean really cool. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seashells. Um, seashells and like a, a small vase. Like it, it looks really cool. But yeah, like a lot of markets on the street, like just vendors selling, or mostly ornaments and little tchotchkes. But mm-hmm. um, then there were these big booths or or stores that had like hundreds of figurines to to add to your nativity scene. And then we did go to some vintage shops, looked around, uh, got a shirt. Um, and it was cool that they they were like all along on a street. Like it was like a hip little street. And I'm glad we found it. So it was nice. a good day. Of course, it was raining on and off, right? So we got drenched at some points. Um, gotcha. Did you, but, um, did you buy any Christmas presents that you want to spoil? Because this will be posted after. So it's just me you'd be spoiling. So one of the traditions is like a horn like a good luck horn. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one that's like a mask. Um, and there's like folklore behind the mask that I don't remember, but there was some, some person who had a mask and like dramatically removed it. So those, those two things you see a lot pop up in souvenirs and everything. Okay. So I got rice, a horn, like a, a handmade ceramic horn with a mask on it. That's um, cool. I think it's gonna be really cool. And then Santa is gonna put... A bunch of little horn keychains. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. And, and it was really cute because like the the lore behind the, the little horn is that like it's good luck, but it's only good luck if you receive it as a gift. Um so I bought enough for everybody. And then the, the <laughs> ceramics guy was like, here, this one's for you. He like gave me an extra oh, one. So I have that's one. So cool. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna if it survives the trip across the pond I think that one's gonna be really cool uh, nice. and then I got Sam like a ridiculously huge hoodie say less it doesn't matter what's on the hoodie she'll love it <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah, those are the ones that I, those are the ones that I'm I'm proud of. Fun. Um, that sounds really cool. Okay, so it sounds like your food, unless you have a different new food that you were gonna bring up. It sounds like that cheese tower that you described. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep, it's already in the the picture album. Nice, nice. Okay, real quick. Um, sorry to tangent on this, but I just need to say it, and I'm gonna keep forgetting. So we made a Google Photos album for Rachel to add photos as she like food pictures, especially, so that I can stop bothering her about them and have them distributed to me immediately. The way that Google notifies you that somebody has added photos to an album, they don't say like, "Hey, Rachel added photos." They email me, and they say. You missed photos from Rachel. Okay. <laughs> like it's so accusatory wow, and rude and unnecessary. It's like, what do you mean I missed it? Why did I have to see it the second that it popped up? And you didn't tell me any other way. All you did was tell me like, Sarah, you suck too late. You missed it. Like, well, and then I go yeah. and they're there, obviously. Like it's not, it's just such a weird, I need to, I'm going to submit a ticket to Google to ask them to change the way yeah. about it because it's just absurd. Okay. Anyway, so you already, wait, I'm going to look at this right now. Cause I missed it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was picturing this taller. I think I filled in the word tower. I don't think you said that. <laughs> um, For the cheese. Shell? That looks amazing though. Oh, the grilled veggies. Okay. Wait, you said like, yeah, and that was like a, out of it that was something. like an aioli type thing. Um, oh man. That looks so good. Shrooms, eggplant, zooks, tomato. <laughs> Nice. Nice. Wow. That looks incredible. Love it. Uh, are you ready for my word of the week? I am. <clears throat> Garage per il pargeggio. Par- Can you put it in the chat? <laughs> Garage per il parcheggio. Oh, there it is. Garage <laughs> per il parcheggio. Or um, a lot of people. Parking say, garage. A lot of Americans will say parko. Yeah. I parko. Nice. Okay. Yep. So is that where you went when you got out of your bad situation? <laughs> yeah. See, see, see. Um, and he tried to tell us the name for Volkswagen. Apparently they have a different slang that they use to refer to it, but we're like, you understood Volkswagen. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he tried to like make us say it a few times, which is very nice of him. And I appreciate it, but I immediately forgot it. Um, and then I think that whole driving situation counts for confusion for the week. Yeah, I would say so. Um, I like how you, I like started the confusion thing as like a language barrier specific, but I love the way that you just take it as like, when was I confused this week? When was I overwhelmed and out of sorts? And then yeah, which sometimes sometimes it feels like asking, like it's easier to start from when I wasn't and then work backwards. (laughs) Like how did I get to that moment? (laughs) Nice. Um, Okay. Well, cool. That sounds like a fun week. I love the Christmassy content. Um, I would love to see one of those markets at some point someday mm. next year. Mm. <laughs> Anything else before we move on to our next segment? Did I cover the stuff we usually talk about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said the new food language barrier slash confusion. <laughs> um, okay. So the next segment is times I've been booted this week. Uh, I really, I'll go first. I really did try to make it happen with my uh, tire situation working in this category. I guess I booted myself off the road, but that's the best I got. So otherwise I don't have anything for times I've been booted this week. Do you? 
Yeah, it's 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 equally unimpressive. But as we're like walking down the street with all the shops and all the um, figurine stores and stuff, there was one that was like nicer, like porcelain and stuff like that. And like the shop owner was like standing at the door <laughs> and it was like clear <laughs> that she was picking who walked in, which is fair. <laughs> like you don't want people destroying your stuff. But it was like, like she smiled said you know ciao look us <laughs> in the eyes and didn't move <laughs> like my friend was just like interested you know she's like oh let's go look because it was like kind of different from the the style of the other figurines and it was just clear not welcome not invited <laughs> not no, worth you. her time which was fair we weren't gonna buy anything <laughs> oh that's incredible all right then the next segment things sarah has heard about italy from the internet I'm taking this in a slightly different direction this week because I have not been fed the content that I want to be fed. So I've been trying to kind of Google things, but I'm, it's like, what questions do I have? Like, it's kind of hard to work backwards. Um, so I was doing a little bit of Googling, which I, I like doing. I think I'm going to keep doing this because I will become over time or, you know, sporadically at least inspired by certain things that I think to Google or stumble upon and whatever. But I wanted to ask you some questions about what you've noticed based on just a few really broad categories or things that the internet didn't need to tell me about Italy. Like everyone already knows about Italy kind of, or just there's not a good way to preface this. So yeah. I'm just going to get into it. I'll start with one that I think a lot of people know, and I don't think this is Italy specific as much as like a lot of Europe for like eating out. Have you, I feel like you've touched on this briefly in, um, in past recordings, but have you like generally been going later to restaurants and staying longer? Oh yeah. hundred oh, percent yeah. a thing. I have touched on it a little bit, but like it's hard with our schedule. We're just used to, you know, being ready for dinner at six. Yeah. <laughs> and like what that turns into is that like, we're opening up the restaurant, right? Like we're, we're <laughs> like, I've literally, I think I talked on this a little bit, like I walked up one place, thought it was closed. They were like just opening. Like they literally turned on the lights for me. Um, <laughs> And it's clear that the people around us hang out for a long time and I've never felt rushed. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't really varied the amount of time I spend at a table, but like, it's clear that it's kind of like going on around. But yeah, no, hundred percent of thing. Gotcha. Um, and then do you, like, have you noticed, do they bring you the check or have you had to ask for it? Oh, you have to ask for it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I don't um, remember that from my day in Rome. <laughs> um, I don't remember specifically, I guess I probably just did ask for it and just don't, it's not something that like stands out as much in my mind, but yeah, I wish I kept better notice of that in the other countries we do. Cause it was definitely yeah. a thing in Japan as well. Um, cause the philosophy there was like, they, you know, in, in the U S good service is like, they check on you in Japan. Good service is like, they respect you. Um, and they kind of give you Love some space. So you do, a lot of places will have a button that you can press in Japan or you you just flag them down. Um, and here, if, you know, you you get their attention. You can like kind of do like hold up your palm and then like write on it with your other hand to ask mm -hmm. for the check. But gotcha. Or just flag them down, get their attention. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely have to ask for it. So I'm wondering, I remember in Hong Kong, it was like they were kind of rush you through. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was the same there. I think they wanted, they wanted you to get out as soon as possible. But I'm trying to remember for Peru. I'm trying to remember for Germany. And it felt very similar to the U.S. in terms of the Czech experience. So maybe yeah. it's a mixed bag. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really remember either. Like, I feel like I 
If anything, I would guess most places I've been in Europe at least have been that you like generally do ask, but I don't, I've never, like, I don't have memories of it being like a noticeable thing of like us being like, should we ask what's going on? Why aren't they bringing it or something? Right, right, but, right, yeah. um, also just to be clear, I think um, just in case anyone's confused about what we're talking about, the reason that it's like, I don't know if it's like a pretty hard and fast rule in Italy. That's why that's what made me think of this is because I read something that was like, they never bring the check. You always have to ask. I don't know if that's quite true, but the reason is because like, because like longer dining experiences and just like sitting and being, taking your time and not being rushed because that's so encouraged that like, it would be rude to bring you a check and like imply that they expect you to leave. That's the, that's the point of that. So I do think I, from what I've like, heard and I guess experienced I think that's generally a thing in like lots of parts of Europe definitely not just Italy specific but yeah like you said I don't really we'll remember see. it standing out in Germany honestly so actually no, probably I not don't. in Germany <laughs> I feel like and, yeah, yeah I don't remember it standing out I remember a couple times like there was that one cafe we went to on like our first day they definitely like brought us the check and hurried us along a bit like um I don't think they rushed us at most places by any means, but you yeah, the check coming pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'll notice it when I go to Italy as like a, I think in, when I was in Rome, I think I was rushing myself. Like, I don't think it would have come up because I think I was like trying to, it was a very jam packed couple of days. So I feel like we were just like, you know, initiating that stuff anyway, because we were moving pretty yeah. quickly. Um, so I'm sure we looked very, very American. <laughs> Okay. And then another question I have for you that I realized I have no clue the answer. And this is definitely like overgeneralizing or like whatever you say is going to sound like an overgeneralization because you live in one place. This is a whole country. So I'm sure it's different in different cities, but what, sure. what do people wear? Like, what has the fashion been like? Have you feel, felt like people are like <laughs> highly dressed or like, casual, like, Especially because um, you had been hanging out in Denver for a bit, which is like some of the most casually dressed and like, right, I, don't know, yeah. I feel like in America, people are just like, especially lately, uh, depending on where you are, most places, everyone's just wearing like leggings and t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. 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 It, I've been told that people like will dress up even just to go to get a cafe. I don't think it, it has stood out as like church clothes or anything like crazy to me. Like <laughs> um, it does, it seems like, you know streetwear right like comfortable stuff um mm-hmm. but have you seen anyone in athleisure <laughs> not a lot okay um, so one person described it to me as like white season and black season so like they, <laughs> they wear a lot of white clothes in the warm months and then they just start wearing all black in the winter months <laughs> I've seen a lot of all black <laughs> um nice. and then another big big thing is the puffy coat Oh yeah, um, you see a ton of puffy coats. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think in general people wear like, and uh, you know, not t-shirts um, and not blue jeans as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't, I don't feel uncomfortable in my t-shirt and blue jeans and you know just regular jacket. Like, mm-hmm. um, but I do think people are probably a little better dressed than me in normal. Yeah, I think fashion is important here, but it's not like, oh my God, everybody's dressed to the nines everywhere you go. Um, Right. Just like, yeah, definitely better dressed than Denver. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Not surprising. Cool. Um, Okay. And then as a follow-up to this segment in past episodes, have you gotten any hot chocolate yet? No. Ah, Come on. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. It's time for hot chocolate. Okay, it's well, Christmas picture season. it, right? <laughs> you, you go to a cafe. What are you craving? Right now, yeah. hot chocolate, because all it's, it's all I'm thinking <laughs> okay. about. But yes, sure. I get it. All right. I get it. Right. I get it. Also, um, I... It's not even like on every menu of every cafe. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Give me up when I go skiing. Yeah. Maybe I'll do some research on specific places that have this and then I'll just text you places near you to go <laughs> so that you can accomplish this. Because I just is, need to this know. This is the secret, right? That you're going to keep giving me all <laughs> these assignments and like reminding me about it. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got. Anything else on your side? No, no, it's, I'm, I survived my first in-city driving experience that I wasn't even driving for. Um, so <laughs> I guess we call it then. It was great yeah, to catch up. Talk to you next week. Yep. Have a good week. Bye. Okay, bye.